Good morning, good morning, my friends. So glad you joined us. Hey, the 31st of December, this is it. I remember Marie-Pierre as if it was yesterday when we said, uh, okay, guys, see you next week with the COVID-19. It was mid-March, and who would have thought that December 31st, we'd still be on lockdown and still unable to run our business as we did in the previous years. And what an extraordinary year, my friends. What an extraordinary year. Gosh, uh, a year of learning, a year of resetting. You know, we want to we wanna be a, a solution to the pollution. Like, really, COVID-19 has done all of that. Brought people back to the kitchens cooking. Uh, brought us to travel less. Um, uh, use uh, less carbon, uh, you know, whatever it's called there. OMG, what an incredible year. And honestly, I would never go back to prior to COVID-19. Never, never, never. I'm just loving, loving, loving everything that's going on. So first of all, let me begin by telling you, thank you for joining us on the 31st. Uh, we're going to be able to wish ourselves a happy new year today. And yes, the podcast is happening tomorrow morning. You know how we are. We're like athletes. Yeah, but Maria, it's Christmas. Yeah, and... <laughs> So, yes, we'll see each other tomorrow morning. It's a subject that's called Begin on a Positive Note. We've divided it into four segments. So, once again, I want to thank everyone for joining us. And thank you right now. I want to thank you for sharing the podcast. If you are on Podbean, yes, take the time. Share, please. And if you're following us live on Facebook, yes, Marie-Claise, I saw we are live on Facebook Please take two minutes to share the live by letting people know why you're sharing the live. I loved it yesterday, yesterday Marie-Pierre. We had one of our new members do her first live on the group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. And I love that she took the time to share how she has had courage to embrace one of her fears and now how it helped her live today in her brand new dream home. So anyways, go listen to it. It's it's a bilingual group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. You can do your, your lives in French and English. And I love our group because it protects us. Sometimes we want to share something important on a public platform and then you get people that don't understand us, attack us. You know what? Let's keep it on our own group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. So the book we're doing is called Digital communication of the 21st century, more important than ever. Um, and I want to just bring you back to why we chose this book, because more than ever in this digital world, dealing with people is an, 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 an inevitable, inevitable. There goes my English. Okay. And it's probably the biggest problem we face in the 21st century. Okay. And it begins with our kids, our spouses. Messaging. Uh, is at a speed that is instantaneous and rapidly and too often we push the, the, the send button way too fast and then regret. Oh, it's too late. It's gone. Communication media has multiplied. Like, I mean, who would have thought I would have been on Instagram? You know, I'm 57 years old. Already to get on Facebook, it was something. Now I'm on Instagram. On No, but seriously, LinkedIn, snap a chat, uh, I take a talk. Uh, like, like has multiplied networks have expanded beyond borders. I, I'm 
in my multi-level marketing business, my MLM, I, I sell Tupperware. I have people selling Tupperware now, selling Takara, another direct uh, selling business. Like everybody's mixed. Industries are, 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 are sharing ideologies. Like this is the new world. This is the new world. These principles more than ever are relevant and must be learned and mastered in the 21st century, if we want to multiply our influence and multiply our wealth, what an incredible opportunity COVID-19 has presented us. You can have people that will have gone from broke to multimillionaires, as you will have people that refuse to change, being multimillionaires that will have gone broke in 2020. The choice was definitely up to us. Whether you are in an MLM, whether you are an entrepreneur, a businessman, an industrialist, an employee, a mother, dad, sister, beginning with the right foundation is of the most important, more important than ever. Precision of communication is important because to be misunderstood in this 21st century is so, so easy. And believe me, I have experienced myself. I have experienced myself situation in, in 2020 that I said, how did I find myself in this situation? How did I find myself in this situation? Because this digital communication is no longer what it was when I was working with Joan, you coming to the office where we rub shoulders together half hour 45 minutes before starting rally and then we rub shoulders another 45 minutes after rally that before and after doesn't exist anymore so in the way we communicate it has to be so so important like i would be able to wing uh, you know an introduction speech before i would never wing it now because if i do that i will get myself into trouble <laughs> so I have to make sure I'm ready ahead of time. So once again, if you haven't shared, please share, please share. And remember, we have a conference that's coming up in English and in French. I wrote the date somewhere, Marie-Pierre. Oh, Lordy, Lordy. Where did I? Oh, here we go. So the conference is being held, the Millionaires of the Diamonds, February 20th. We've readjusted our dates. Make sure you go on the group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Buy into it in French from 8.30 to 12.30 in English, 1.30 to 5.30. Yes, we will do it in French and we will do it in English. It's in a very intense um, uh, conditioning conference on how to program ourselves for the 21st century and be part of the 1,000 new millionaires we will uh, develop and work together in the in the years in the year 2021. So today's subject, let, let's go right into the subject. Don't do drama. We divided it in, into two parts today and two parts tomorrow. I'm going to cover not to do drama. Very important if you want to live your dream life. And Marie-Pierre is going to be covering how to have a mindset that is always leveling up. What are some techniques we can use? Okay, so our first responsibility as a leader and being a mom is being a leader, being a dad is being a leader, is once again defined by what is the reality of the situation at hand. This is always the first step. And the last step is always by saying thank you, whether it's our husband, our wife, our children, whether I'm in business. So in between, what do I do? Well, I'm a servant. 
servanthood leadership. That, that's another subject in its head, uh, in itself. It does little good working with negative, right? Little good. We start conversation positively. Uh, Marie-Pierre, it's fun because you saw I sent a message to my snow removal guy just before beginning the podcast because I arrived this morning. And I said, hmm, he didn't remove the snow. He didn't. Okay. Negative beginning. He didn't. Okay. Remove the snow. So what did I do? I said, hello, Robert. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I hope your year is finishing off in a great way. Um, although I am not working, yes, we are confi confined. We're on lockdown. But I noticed this morning when I arrived that the pathway, there was, there was still snow on it. Okay. Here's a picture. No worries. Once again, Happy New Year. That's it. Right away, he responded by saying, so sorry, I'll send somebody to remove the snow today on the pathway. I could have said, Robert, the snow hasn't been removed in my pathway at the office. I don't understand why it's not being done. Now, one, I've attacked the situation and I've used vinegar. Okay, in Italian, the Italians, I'm trying to translate Italian to English. I've used vinegar. On the other hand, I'm assuming positive that it wasn't done intentionally, which I don't believe anybody says, well, today I'm not going to remove the snow from one of my customers' driveway. Think about it. You think they woke up this morning and say, today we're going to get Maria upset and we won't remove snow from her business driveway. This is why we have a responsibility as a leader to define what is reality. So I define reality being that it wasn't intentional. He didn't wake up this morning saying, I'm not removing the snow from Maria's business, business driveway this morning. That was my definition of reality. Okay. And last, I thank him, right? Thank you for, you know, for what, you know, the great job you're doing. In between, I want to make sure that he doesn't feel that I'm pressuring him or stressing him. Uh, you know, we're on lockdown, no emergency. Making sure I'm making him feel good. Result is he will come and remove the snow. Two ways to act. Mohammed would say you will attract more bees with honey than with vinegar. That's the Arabic way of saying it. <laughs> okay. So we need to understand to I need to understand, we need to start conversation positively. I'm going to talk to you about my husband two minutes. He's Muslim, a practicing Muslim. So those that are practicing Muslim, you know that every conversation starts with salam alaikum. Okay. It's, it, it's a, a formal way of starting a conversation. Never in the morning uh, would we allow ourselves to talk to our children without saying, good morning, how are you, did you sleep well? Okay, a, a, a few basic protocols. And I laugh, Marika, because now we're teaching it in this world of uh, podcast, you know, et cetera. But really, if we've been raised in, uh, in, in positive ways or religious ways, you know it's part of protocol in life. Never to start a day without, without hello, how are you? Wait until we have had breakfast, coffee, whatever, and then discuss what we need to discuss. I know with Mohammed, 
uh, one of the rules was we never, never reprimanded our children before leaving for school. If there was something that needed to be reprimanded, it would be done when they came back from school. After they had supper, they did their homework. Just before going to bed, then we would do the moral. By the way, this morning, dot, dot, dot. And the thinking behind this is if you reprimand before the day starts, that means the entire day your child can bully somebody because he left home in the wrong foot. Um, your child can react negatively towards the teacher because he wasn't in a feel good. Everything changes. My husband, if I yelled at him in the morning or if he yelled at me in the morning before my day started, how do you want to have a level up attitude? Okay. So always begin the day by leveling up. I remember Marie-Pierre when we were promoted as business leaders or, or as a fr brand new franchiser. We used to have training uh, how as a couple to drive this business. And I remember Amy Schmaltz, who has passed away, one of my great mentors in my life. She said to Mohammed, your wife is the motor of the business. I'm the one who talks, right? I'm the one who does the meetings, the training. He, and your job is the administration, the inventories, the warehouse. Now, remember, if your wife doesn't recruit people, bring them in the business, help them to develop, you'll have no orders to pack. So we were mentored how to work together as a couple. And I want to show you this little bit of piece of information. She says, if you have something to reprimand her, either she's spending too much money with the business, you don't like the promotion she's doing, you don't like whatever she's doing, you never do it Sunday to Friday. It's only Friday night because it get, gives her the weekend to get over it and be in a good mood when she starts her meeting on Monday. As leaders, we were mentored by great leaders on how to level up. She said to Mohammed, because if you tell her something that might upset her on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, when she's running the business, you can rest assured she will misbehave with her sales force and that will cost you even more money. Wow. Wow. Marie-Pierre, this was in 1989. I was trained this way and I'm reading the book today and I said, oh my God, don't do drama. Don't do drama. If you want for 2021 to be the most spectacular year of your life, and I, I, and I repeat, right now, what's going to be happening right now is you're going to have, I'm going to repeat, you're going to have people that were multi-millionaires or even billionaires that refused to adapt in 2020, and they will find themselves in the poorhouse as you have people that were in the poorhouse in 2020 and right now have made their first million, if not millions of dollars. On which side of the fence do you want to be? Well, if you want to be on that side of the fence, we're generating millions. Don't do drama. You're writing down notes. Don't do drama. I have a cleaning lady. Four days a week. Actually, five. Why? I don't do drama. I have a 25-year-old at home. I have a 27-year-old at home. I have a 29-year-old at home that's there now during lockdown, Mohammed. I have my husband. 
I don't want to get home and start with drama. Who left the dishes in the sink? Who left the clothes on the floor? Who did it? I'm not going to do drama because if I do drama, what do you think is going to happen? Negative energy is going to be in my home. And if I have negative energy in my home, Yasmin won't study well for her bar exam. Do you really think her picking up her dirty underwear, excuse me, guys, okay? Her picking up her dirty underwears on the floor is going to help her have a better note on her bar exam in January. No, I don't do drama. I have somebody picking it up for her. Now, I know what some moms are saying. Well, you're not teaching responsibility. <sighs> guys, we need to choose our battles. She's going to make enough money that she's going to have keep having somebody to level up. She's going to keep having somebody to do it for her. What I'm basically saying is as long as you're doing drama, you can never have a positive conversation. That's what I want to share with you today. I have an extraordinary husband. I've been married 33 years. I call him my James Bond. Why? I don't do drama. I don't look at what Muhammad doesn't do. I look at what Muhammad does do. I look at what he's extraordinary at. Because if I were to look at the fact that he doesn't cut the grass, he doesn't remove the snow, he doesn't clean the pool, or he doesn't, hang on, he doesn't do it when I want him to do it. I think that's a better wording. I would always be in drama. And how do you want me to build a prosperous business? How do you want him to be the best version of himself if we have everyday drama based on things that we can hire people to do? So right now, I, I'm, rec I, I, I'm strongly recommending to hire people. And people always say to me, when do Maria, do I start hiring people? When you want to start having success. Period. Yeah, but I don't have the money. You'll never have the money. Hire them and you'll see. You'll have the money at the end of every single week or month to pay them. Okay. Hire a gardener. Hire a pool, green, uh, pool cleaner. Hire a secretary. Hire somebody to do your emails. Hire somebody to do your posts. Come on, guys. Don't do drama. At work, hire the right people. At home, hire the right people. Because when you don't do drama, it is very easy to do the next step, which Marie-Pierre is going to cover, how to keep a positive brain and how to speak positively. So thank you, Marie-Pierre. Once again, just before Marie-Pierre, you, you take away the second subject of the day and we'll close it off tomorrow. If you care, please share. If you're on Podbeam, you haven't shared already, please share the Podbeam. If you're on live on Facebook and you're enjoying what you're hearing, Please share and share why you're sharing. Don't forget the conference date. Yes, February 20th. You go on the group, the Millionaires of the Diamonds. Join our group. Register for the conference. It's going to be a conference that will change your trajectory for 2021. I promise you. Marie-Pierre, how to keep a brain that stays positive. Take it away. Yes, and I love that in the book, it's the first time... I know. Oh, yeah. Don't tell me. I know. <laughs> no, it's not working. I can hear myself. I got. Okay, go. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> um, for the first time, uh, no, Maria, where are you? 
<laughs> you put your sound. That's weird. <laughs> you know what? I we don't hear you on Podbeam. Really? Can you guys can you guys hear me on Podbeam? Yeah. I'll wait for for the comments. Can you hear me on Podbeam? Yes. Yes. Okay. I can't. Can you hear Marie Pierre? Talk, Marie Pierre. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. Joanne, can you hear her on Podbeam? Can I can I get the name of the book, please? Yes. 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 <laughs> they can hear it. Okay. So it's me. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So it's the first time that in a book they explain why. We think negatively, and that's a big realization for me, and I want to um, explain it to you. So have you ever noticed that you remember more the negative memory than the positive one? Or did you notice that if you talk with someone and they said to you something negative and they said to you something positive, you will only remember the one that is negative? So, yes, we <laughs> really remember, and now I understand why. So, the reason is really simple. It's the self-protective characteristic. Because in the past, when it, <laughs> it was useful, <laughs> we remember uh, when we, um, we had a negative experience, and we remember when it was a danger for us, and just to um, avoid the... the, the this kind of behavior after that. So that's why we remember better the negative thing. But the best thing I have to tell you this morning is that we can change it. <laughs> yes, it's work, but we can change it. So I have a question for you. Did you ever um, play at a game? Maybe like Tetris, that's the example they give us because they call the technique the positive Tetris effect. <laughs> so you play at a game like Tetris. For me, I remember that when I was younger, I was playing to Sudoku. And when I wasn't doing it at night, I was making it in my head. I was singing, singing in the number and the, the square. But, but yes, it's the it's same the thing. thing. If you ever um, play on Tetris, that's the same thing. So <laughs> that's exactly why they call it the positive Tetris effect, because if we can harness the brain plasticity by training our brain to make positive patterns more automatic, exactly like the game, we really um, seeing seeing it in, in our head, because we do it and do it, and it becomes something automatic. So that's what that's we want, what is that the positive pattern is automatic, automatic that you don't that have to, don't think, have about to it. think about it. Yes, <laughs> there is echo, I know. I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> it's coming from Maria, but I don't know where. <laughs> She don't know. She don't know. <laughs> okay. okay. We'll uh, um, fix that for the French one, maybe. <laughs> okay. So what uh, we want is that to think
think that it's a good way to see the positive Tetris effect like a learning a foreign language. Yes, it will be uh, most difficult and unnatural feeling at the beginning, but the reward will make you feel unbelievably happier if you stick with it. So now I want you to give you some ways to really um, have your self to have automatic behavior to do positive thinking. So the first thing you can do is to scan the three daily positive. So at the end of each day, make a list of three specific good things that happen that day and reflect on what caused them to happen. So that's the same thing as we, uh, we are doing in the conditioning program. So if you are in conditioning program, you know that after each day, we list what we uh, love about our day. So that's something that you can do to really uh, rewire your brain to have automatic positive thinking. The second thing you can do is to give one shout out to someone daily. So take the positive thing you're getting better at recognizing and let people know you've noticed. So show courage and say thanks. Just um, just love the thing that you can do just by saying thank you or maybe sending a nice note to someone. Number three is to do something nice because acts of kindness boost happiness level. Something as small and simple as making someone uh, smile works. You can try and have that on your to-do list each day. So at the end of the day, you can ask yourself, have I um, done anything nice for someone today? So it's on your to-do list every day. Number four is to mind your mind. So mindfulness, yes, is paying attention to the present moment without judgment. Because opening our awareness beyond the narrowness of negativity can help bring back more balance and positivity into the picture. The number five is to notice when negativity uh, bias, your neg negativity bias, because the first step to stop thinking negatively is to be aware when you do it. So yes, just catch yourself when you slip into your uh, self-doubt or maybe in your negative or anxiety or fear. So just be aware when it happens so you can say, okay, no, I don't want it and really go in something. So the sixth thing is to shift to a moment of gratitude. So I know that's a really great thing you can do just to stop the negativity. And when you are aware that you are thinking something negative, you can just shift to a moment of gratitude. So just notice something that you are grateful for at this moment. And yes, you will be more positive and really more happy. And the seventh thing, yes, is to rewire your brain. It's really simple, but yes, it's something you can do every day. It's something that you can have with you all the time. It's just to transform your habit of overlooking the negative and just say, okay, today I want to just overlook everything that is positive. So. It's something, yes, it's a hard, hard work, 
because it's not something natural, but in time, yes, it will become more automatic. So just overlook all the positive in your day. You see something that is positive for you, just overlook and remember, 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 so you can have more automatic um, behavior with the positive mind. So that's the seventh thing that you can do to have really a positive thinking and to rewire your brain into positive instead of negative thinking. Thank you, Marie-Claire. Now, we're going to just look at this before we close off together, okay? I know our time is up because it's uh, English. Somebody asked me the question. Yes, every morning, English at 8, 8 a.m. How do I remember to remember? Marie-Pierre, like I love, like I have the document in front of me. She'll put it on the, on the group, the Millionaires of the Diamond, so you can actually take notes intentionally. Remember, when you're taking notes, any podcast you listen to, if you listen to the podcast and you take notes, you've just increased your capacity uh, to retain the information to a whole new level, right? But how do I remember to remember? Well, one of the ways we want you to do it is with an intentional journaling every single day, but not just an, a journaling just to write no matter what. No, it has to be intentional. It has to be intentional. Like uh, the one I'm doing right now, it's asking me, did you spend a moment in silence to have gratitude? So we, uh, we ask you the first five minutes of the day, spend it in silence with gratitude. Did you spend another five, 10 minutes in doing your affirmation, positive affirmation. We recommend you write your own affirmation depending on what you need to work on. Uh, did you spend five, 10, 15 minutes on the visualization of your dream life? Okay, you wanna keep a positive mindset. Why is it easy for me to always be that person in my household today that uh, people gravitate. I always say the most beautiful example I have today, and I say, thank you, Lord, is to have my children age 25, 27, 29, uh, stuck to me, breathing my oxygen still at that age. It's because there's a positive energy. I don't think these young, young adults would be stuck to us the way they are if the ambiance and the energy in the household was a negative one. Like how many young adults I, I, I meet that say, well, you know, Maria, I, I try to go as less, I go, try to go as, oh, how do I say proper English, as less often as I can to my parents' home because it's always so negative. I always walk out of there angry. Okay. So why? Because leveling up is, is a process that needs to be done every single day. It's like praying. My husband is Muslim, right? He prays every single day. Yeah, but it's Christmas. He prays every single day. You know, it's something you need to do every single day. And then the, the conditioning asks me question. What are your big goals? What are your goals for this month? What are your goals for this week? What are your goals for today? Because without goals, it, it's, it becomes purposeless to to level up like why would you level up so i, I my my, my mother-in-law who has passed away i mean her goal was for her children to feel good she was a stay-at-home mom her goal was for her children to feel good so you have to intentionally want to be that better version of yourself so just a, a quick a quick a quick um 
uh, recap on how intentionally do you put into use the information Marie-Pierre just has shared with you. Now, have a hobby. My takeaway is have a hobby. My hobby is cooking, thank God for my family. And what happens when I'm cooking? What happens is while I'm cooking, some of you, it might be sports. Some of you might be, you know, whatever it may be, sewing. I'm trying to think of other hobbies because all I have is cooking, right? When I'm in my hobby, I take time to reflect. And that's what happened last week, Marie-Pierre. As I was cooking, I said, hmm, I don't like this new decision I've taken. And I was able to um, be quick on not doing another major mistake. So time off helps us to intentionally level up, okay? And once again, I want to remember everyone to stay positive, stay calm, and remember that everything that happens that is negative shall pass. Remember to say these words, these, this too shall pass. We'll continue tomorrow. I just wanted to share with you to be intentional today about leveling, leveling up. Be intentional. Always looking at the glass half full. And tomorrow we will cover how to avoid mistakes. And in the meantime, I really wish for all of you tonight to intentionally write your objectives for 2021. <sighs> As of midnight tonight, make sure you are entering 2021, which is tomorrow. Please join us on our podcast at 8 in English, 8.30 in French, with at least five goals on what you want to have accomplished in 2021. Five goals of what you want to be to your family, to your friends, to your neighborhood, in your society. Five things you want to be. Five things you absolutely want to do in 2021. And five things you absolutely want to give in 2021. I know for me in 2021, I already wrote down, I want to give two hours a week of time to just me and my dad who's turning 81 this year. Okay, so and five things you want to be, five things you want to have, five things you want to do, and five things you want to give. And last but not least, enter 2021 with your why. What is your why? You know, what, what's that why that's going to make you jump out of bed early, early in the morning, keep going excited all day long, and go to bed excited and saying, oh, I'm not even tired, but I know I have to sleep. That's what I wish for you for 2021. So make sure that tonight you go to bed already with these five things in each category done. Believe me, you will start 2021 on the right foot. And remember, leveling, leveling, leveling up is a choice, my friends. We love you. Thank you for joining us. Bye, Joan. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow morning, God willing. All right. And I know the rest are going to be following us on the French podcast. Bye bye, everyone. Thank you once again for joining us. Are we alone now? Marie Pierre? Not yet. Ah!